everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Craig Bowler, Jack, coming up here momentarily. Gordon, you're a good friend and your original co-host on The Big Show all those years ago. All those years ago. Man, I tell you, the years do fly by. Uh, yes, they do. They they do go by quickly. Uh, in fact, you were doing the show with Bowler when I first started at this station. Uh, probably, Kyle, I started maybe a year into the run here, Gordon. Wait, yeah. 02 yeah. is when, when you guys started things, right? No, we started at no one. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, uh, how, where, was it a year after or was it months after? Because I think our first day on the air with this station when Bowler and I sort of conjured this thing uh was uh, november of 01 okay well in fact uh, joining us now like like i said uh, the original co-host of the big show alongside gordon the great craig bowler jack what's going on bowler hey jake gordon how are you too Doing great. Hey, just because we're on this topic, and I, I swear one of these days we're going to do a do a history of sports radio in this market, like a like a <laughs> podcast. But uh, it, you and Gordon, literally to start the zone, it was you two putting it together, meeting with uh, radio station clusters, and saying, "Hey, we can we can make this thing happen." Yeah, we both. Uh, I believe Gordon, correct me if I'm wrong. We both found ourselves. Uh, we split a salary, and then we were. <laughs> We were dismissed uh, when they had a, uh, I don't know if it was a ownership change or a financial situation, but you and I, you called me up and said, I got an idea. I've made a phone call. Are you in? I said, let's do it. And then we met with the group that Jake spoke of. And the next thing we know, we're broadcasting from a conference room. Uh, It was as probably uh, archaic as it gets in, in the business we are in today, right, Gordo? And then uh, the next thing you know, uh, here we are. So it was, it was great fun, man. We had a great time getting the thing getting the thing rolling. And, of course, Jake, as you know, Instapol kind of came out of all that. <laughs> that was a different time and place, but it was a lot of fun. And I thought it helped, too. I thought it engaged us with some new listeners who wanted maybe uh, a, a different option, and we had a blast. We had a good time. I liked What Bugs You well, Wednesday. You remember P1 Total Recall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. P1 Total Recall and What Bugs what bugs You Wednesday. I mean, that, you know, and then Scotty G uh, made his uh, way into the production uh, part of it, producing our show, and look where Scotty is today. It's an amazing story. Yeah, those you said it right, Bowler. That, that was a fun time. You and I had done a show prior to that. Uh, on a different station, and uh, yeah, when we uh, when we <laughs> we had that situation, then yeah. Bowler and I got together and said, "Hey, man, let's uh, we can do this better," and uh, we did. And uh, uh, twelve eighty and ninety seven five were born, and uh, yeah, that 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 whole thing happened because Bowler and I both wanted to work. I mean, yeah. we were both we both had other jobs, and we both were do, busy with that stuff, but we just loved doing the show, and uh, it, it just grew from there. Bowler, that was uh, those were they're right, man. Those were good times. The only complaint I have is that when we when it came to negotiate uh, our our contracts. 
Bowler at that time was working for CBS, and he took off. He had to, you had to, something come up. You had to go to a meeting that was important. So I walked into the negotiation room representing Craig Bowler Jack, and there were like five or six management people across the table from me. So it was uh, me against uh, five or six of them. But, uh, but we got what we wanted, and we went from there. So it was yeah. good. Jake, the beauty of that is I didn't have to pay him uh, any type of uh, commission, you know, any type of agent fee. That's, that's, the best, that's the best part of that whole story right there. Well, I'm sure he tried. Uh, yes, yes. There was many letters from some unknown lawyer that I just ignored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. Those were good times. Uh, Bowler, I have a jazz question for you. Gordon and I, have been, we've been talking about this for the past couple of days. So with the salary cap situation, which isn't going to go up, we don't know if it's no. going to go down either. In fact, the latest report I've seen is they're going to try and keep it the same, but it's not going to go up. So it's going to make re-signing Jordan Clarkson, uh, well, it's, it's, it's doable by under the rules, certainly, but it might make it a little more, it might make it hurt a little bit. So my question to you is how much of a priority do they need to make it to, to re-sign him, would it be worth the hurt? Yeah, I think it would be, uh, Jake, honestly. I mean, I think he, you showed what happened once he got here in the trade with Dante. It was uh, night and day difference with the second unit. And, you know, he is a ball-dominant, you know, second team, sixth man where he has to have the ball and he does take high-level you know, high, um, uh, shots. Um, so... That's the one thing, again, I don't think Quinn had a problem with it. You know, sometimes when you put 12 or 13, 14 shots up a game off the bench, you kind of like, hmm, really? But it also tells you the need the Jazz have still with that second unit to upgrade it. And I'm sure that's part of the, on their list of things to do, uh, to, to put another player in a position to, uh, to compliment him. But, you know, he showed us – a lot of potential in the sense of even as a starter, if necessary, right? I mean, that was didn't happen often. But what he was able to do was to keep the ball alive, keep the dribble alive, and also go inside out. And I was just impressed with the way the motor never stopped, by the way. And, you know, he's a, like I said, he's a high-volume shooter, and he needs those shots, but yet he was very productive at the same time. Bowler, one thing that Jake and I have been talking about is should or can or should Donovan Mitchell play point guard? He, you know, we saw it in the playoffs when he was uh, ball, had the ball in his hands a lot and initiated that offense. And if he played point guard, then the Jazz could go to a bigger lineup. Um, but they are paying Mike Conley uh, $34 million. Right. Uh, do you, how do you think that should be worked out? Well, as constituted, it's one of the smallest backcourts in the league, right, along with what Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum stand up in Portland. But, uh, you know, it's, it's effective. But here's the question. Can you, be, uh, can you put Donovan in a better position as a point guard with, his, with the ball in his hands running the offense? And you're right. When you have a $30 million plus million dollar guard in his final year, at 33, you, you kind of wonder what direction can you go. Now, look, we talked about this a week or so ago. I mean, Mike, there's been talk that would Conley want um, to take an opt-down, meaning that he could play and extend his contract with the Jazz to three or four years. That would put him in the 36-year you know, year range, and everyone's going, no, no, point guards, except for a Chris Paul on occasion and a Steve Nash, 
are effective in their, in, into their mid-30s. So, uh, and John Stockton, of course, broke. <laughs> Stockton breaks all, all barriers, right, with age. But, you know, it's an interesting thought. That would help the, to, the Jazz, you know, display the money over a four-year period of time, right, not just in one lump sum. It sounds crazy to do so. But at the same time, it depends on what Mike wants to do and also if the Jazz think it's going to better, you know, if they can better themselves with that money. I would say yes, but for Mike, why would you give up the $34 million or the $32? Uh, but yet if he wants to play on, uh, he could do so, and it would help the Jazz along with, you know, the Gobert talk we've had before. I mean, the Supermax is out there. It's for his taking, but also is it smart for the Jazz? And that's another discussion I know they're having, and it's it's rightly so. Um, a few extra million dollars in the kitty uh, obviously will bring forth another player that could help you win uh, an, an NBA championship. And in the long run, I think that's what you want as a player to solidify yourself in this league, but also people I'm sure laughing, who's going who's gonna to give up millions of dollars? just depends on how important it is you to win a championship um and it also as you said jake and, and gordon it puts stress on the miller family to go over the cap whatever it may be when you start paying out these uh contracts that have been earned by the way but also how do you how do you regulate it and how do you try to work your way through it not to put the pinch a uh, too tough a pinch on the millers bowler with us 97.5 and 1280 the zone bowler after uh, well i guess let me put it this way the buzz about a start time for next year has been all over the map right we heard oh, it, yeah. uh, at, the, at christmas and then it was pushed back to january and then february then back to january and now the latest is possibly december 22nd which is a, a very tight turnaround no doubt about it but what do you think about the possibility of getting things going that early well, I'm with you, Jake. I, I first thought I was pre- prepared for February. Then I heard maybe a kickoff mid-January on Martin Luther King Day, and then as we all heard a few days ago, uh, over the you know, just before the weekend, that no, the the target is before Christmas. Roll it out on the 22nd. Let TNT, I'm sure, do a grand double a double header, and then have a huge lineup on Christmas Day. You know, it's, it's an incredible turnaround for some, not for all, by the way. I talked to a buddy of mine in Atlanta a few days ago, and, the, you know, we forget that the teams like the Kings or the, 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 uh, the Hawks haven't played since March. And so even though the Lakers and the Heat just came out of the bubble in Orlando, you know, there's, there's a quarter or a third of the NBA that hasn't played in nine months and they're anxious to get back on the floor. So I think the league's trying to appease those owners and also try to find a way uh, to get the, the, those four teams, especially who went three, three months deep into the bubble, uh, to get them back on the floor and, and make them happy. I don't know if you can do it all, Jake and Gordon. I really don't. Uh, I don't know if there's a middle ground here. I don't know if you give extra rest. To the Lakers and to the Heat, that's not going to make a lot of fans happy, or at least television viewers. Uh, when on one of your primetime games, you're going to have to say LeBron's uh, setting this one out. So uh, there's a lot, to, a lot of things to work through. Uh, first and foremost, the players are going to have to agree to it, right? And they're going to have to uh, look at the salary cap, and they're going to have to look at free agency. And then you have to decide, do you get back into camp and for how long? And do you play a one or a two game preseason schedule uh man a lot of questions still a lot of questions still to be answered 
So, Bowler, this is a totally irresponsible question I'm about to ask you. Okay. But I'll, I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. Jake, There's uh, a, there, this is one a day, right? Yeah, at least yeah. one. At least one, one a day. Bowler. Okay. That's the way it was There's, back in the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is talk that Gordon Hayward will not be a part of the Celtics uh, this next season. Uh, and not that this is, would ever happen, but if it were to happen that he would be available to the Jazz somehow for something, uh, is that would Jazz fans accept that? Oh, let me just breathe on that and, and ponder. I think it would be difficult. Gordon would have to make the first move, okay, uh, in the sense of reaching out. Uh, to the fans, because the way things went down and the way Gordon left, that isn't what Jazz Nation expects or deserved. I'll be honest, Gordon. I don't think the Jazz fans and the Miller family deserve that way of departure after becoming an all-star in seven years of being uh, taken care of, you know, as a player. Uh, I know he was angry after where Donovan is right now that the Jazz didn't open the bank vault. They let him go out and search to see what his worth was. He got that offer, and the Jazz matched it. Uh, that seems to be the issue that really upset him the rest of the way. Um, you know, it's it's intriguing because he does give you some of the needs the Jazz would like to have. Uh, three-point shot, outside rebounder, big guy that could could still you know get the job done. Um, you know that's that's really an an, an interesting question, Gordon. Uh, I'm not sure where it'd be a great insta poll. I'm not sure. I think it. <laughs> I think it, at the first moment, Jake. I think most fans would say, "Are you kidding?" But if you look at it in basketball sense, maybe it would have. Maybe it would work. Different time, different place. Coach is the same, but you've got a Donovan Mitchell who's really the leader of this team with Gobert. And you've got to remember one of the things I don't think Gordon ever wanted to do was to be the guy. So he wouldn't have to take on that responsibility, just play ball. But I'm not sure how it would go over with the fans. You know what? A lot is forgiven when you win. And that would have to be decided at a later time, right? But if he would make a difference to put this team into the higher echelon of the West, it's a possibility. Uh, but I would think it'd be difficult to uh, patch uh, those feelings that were pretty much uh, it kind of blew up here. If you get, you know, I think you guys both agree. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, Bowler, I want to ask you about the backup big position at risk of getting too far into the weeds. But um, Gordon and I have talked about this quite a bit as well. Ed Davis, I mean, it, it was just a swing and a miss. Uh, right. I mean, it, just, right. it just didn't work. And you got to give Tony Bradley a lot of credit for stepping his game up because he did. I mean, he got a lot better last year, and he was able to play that backup uh, big role with some success. If they are going to rely on him for that backup big role, I would think he'd need to take even another step. But this is really important because I would guess if you ask Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck, they don't want to use the mid-level on a backup big and would la- rather use that somewhere else. So my question yeah. is, do you think Tony Bradley has another step in him? Yeah, I, I do. I think there's still, when I looked at him while he was playing and the night in Oklahoma City, he was geared up and ready to go knowing Rudy wasn't going to play on March 11th. Uh, and I remember watching him with a keen eye. He looked like this is a – he was hungry. This is an opportunity that he was going to really try to take advantage of. He came back 
I thought, again, a struggle a bit in, in the bubble, but still gave the Jazz solid minutes. I thought he took a really good step, Jake, to your question. I think he's gotten stronger. I think he runs the floor at a, at a good level, a good speed. Uh, I still think he's outside of his body a little bit, but yet it, it experiences everything. Some guys develop at different levels, right? Um, and Tony was drafted for that particular reason, you know, to develop. But now it's time for him to perform. And I do think he has some room to still improve. Strength is still an issue. And I still like the fact, though, he has shown the ability to score inside and a little bit of a step-back jumper. So that gives the Jazz a little bit of a different dimension, by the way. Uh, and he's a good offensive rebounder. Uh, so, you know, I, I would think that he is capable. And I, I like Tony. I know he's a hard worker. Uh, but again, you always have to wonder when you break this down on a on a twelve man roster, fourteen, fifteen man roster. Um, you know what separates you from a second place or a third up to a championship, a Western Conference. You know, uh, you know, obviously a Western Conference um, contender. So, you know, I don't know if Tony's the one that pushes over the top, but he's not going to embarrass you. I don't think at all. And if you can find another big to help along the way, you may be able to get through it. Well, where yesterday we had uh, we had Gordy Chase on, and uh, we asked him if, from what he could observe with the younger players on the Jazz who were on the bench or elsewhere last year, whether any of them, in his opinion, could grow up to really help this team, and. Uh, Jake, what was his exact answer? He essentially was no. That was essentially it, yeah. Yeah. Would you agree with that? No. Mm-hmm. You know, there's two guys that intrigue me the most that, again, I was 2,000 miles away looking on the Jumbotron, but I'm still intrigued with uh, Rajon Tucker and Mijayoni. Uh, I, 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 I think their strength, their speed, attitude – uh, they play with some anger. They want the ball. They want to rebound. Mieoni was uh, a guy that I thought, watching him in practice against Dante Exum, at times ate him up. I'm speaking of Dante. And I think there's a, a level that I look at his size that reminds me of Dante and maybe some of the hopes that the Jazz had for Exum maybe lies in, in Mieoni a bit. Tucker is intriguing because he's so athletic, small, but what six three Jake and two hundred, yeah. and the guy is uh, is just an animal and can run and I think rebound, and we saw some you know some you know some abilities that go outside on occasion, which you have to have to play in this league. I mean that's where Gordy's looking at, you know the three balls everything right now in the league unless you know you're just an incredible athlete that gets to the rim like a Donovan Mitchell, but those two intrigue me the most. Um, could they stay on the bench? Yeah. Uh, would they get a lot of minutes? Probably not. Could they be used as trade potential? Absolutely. As part of, you know, to, to solidify a deal. But I still think those guys are borderline. If you gave them another year, it may be worth it. Uh, but at the same time, do the Jazz have time to do that when really they want to move to that next level? Um and Donovan wants to go there, too, don't forget, along with Rudy. So I'm not sure if this is the time to continue to develop. But, again, 
Dennis and Z get paid to, to make those decisions, and I'm just an observer. But I'm still intrigued by both those guys. I really am. Bowler, thank you as always for dropping by the show. You're the man. Always, guys. Uh, be safe, and um, hope to see you in the studio sooner than later. Bowler, Bowler, one last thing real quick. We're taking a request today for uh, music, that, a song you would like to hear from a classic rock standpoint. Uh, wonder, and it, it's connected to Wolfman Jack, but we don't need to really get into that. Do you have a, do you have a one request? One request that's just uh, classic rock from the Wolfman Jack era. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about, uh, can we go, um, Austin, uh, do you have anything from, uh, the great, um, uh, Buddy Holly or did he play a little, I mean, that's in the, that's like the, the, the The American graffiti. Yeah. That, that counts. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can do a little Um, Buddy Holly. Yeah. There you go. There we go. That's what I'm thinking. Classic. And think about that became Def Leppard. You know, that was the, the you know, rock grew out of that stuff. It's amazing. Be the day I'm singing. So. <laughs> All right, Bowler, you're the man. Thanks for a little karaoke right, today. Dad. See you soon. Take care. See you, buddy. That's our friend Craig Bowler Jack, uh, television voice of the Utah Jazz. Let's now get out to the zone phone again. Uh, from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our good friend Andrew Reinhardt. What's up, Andrew? Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing terrific, and glad you're able to help so many of our listeners out there with a problem that's not always easy to talk about. Yes, that is true. It's erectile dysfunction, and it's not easy to talk about and probably even more difficult to treat. So many guys are suffering out there. We have helped thousands. And by the way, if you're out there listening, you've got some frustrations in the bedroom, you think maybe you're too young or too healthy, I can promise you are not alone. We have guys in their 20s, 30s, 40s every day in the clinic. And actually, somebody that has some function left, they're the best candidates to use our acoustic wave therapy, open up and regrow blood vessels. They get back to 100% quicker and easier with less treatments. The results last longer. So that's a great thing. You don't have to be frustrated. You don't have to live with two out of four successes in the bedroom and two out of four failures, you can get back to where you were. And here's the big takeaway, a breakthrough for erectile dysfunction, no pills, no injections, no surgery. And for, for guys out there who've been dealing with the, the downsides of those treatments, you know, the side effects and stuff, this has got to be very appealing what you guys are doing, I'm guessing. Everybody comes in and says, I'm so sick of the pill. I don't know anybody that wants to take it. They're so sick of the side effects, the hangover feeling, the headaches, the stuffy nose. All of that can be eliminated with our treatments. It's the only thing that treats the root cause of the problem, which is damaged and aging, blocked blood vessels. It opens them up, and clinical studies have said 50 60% more blood flow after going through our treatments, which that's enough. That'll do the trick and you will put a stop to your ED with that. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call, 801-901-8000. And get in and get to see the doctor for free, right, Andrew, and some other stuff as well? Yes, so much for free right now. If you're struggling with ED, but maybe you're not sure these treatments are for you, that's okay. Come in. Call us now. We'll do the consultation uh, with our doctor for free, and he'll present you with a lot of options. He'll tell you why you have ED, 
They'll do a blood flow ultrasound, which is pretty cool. You've probably never tested your blood flow. We're going to do that for free. We'll throw in a little special gift just for making the trip that I don't think I've ever seen it fail, produces instant results in the bedroom, and new patients even get free testosterone now. So we believe in delivering a lot of value to see if you're a good fit for these treatments. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Jake. All right, we'll have uh, sounds of various clips coming up next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? This one goes out to Bill. Wanted a little Boston on a Total Request Tuesday. Songs that you'd uh, request from a classic FM DJ, like Wolfman Jack, uh, which we've had a lot of fun with today, actually. At least uh, I have, anyway. Uh, Gordon, you ready for Sounds of Various Clips, also known as Drop of the Day? I am. Dallas Cowboys defensive uh, coordinator Mike Nolan has not had a great year thus far. The Dallas Cowboys defense has been uh, embarrassing, really. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys themselves uh, kind of stink out loud. Uh, well, now it's gone from bad to worse, Gordon. Here's uh, their defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan, uh, during his uh, his media availability today, and something went wrong. He's been active every week. Um, you know, as far as, I think, disrupting the quarterback, he's, he's you know, escaped several times to do that. Uh, obviously, the frustration for him as well is just, you know, look, when he misses them, Nobody, whoops, excuse me. Now I got something in my eye. Um, just had some Tabasco on my finger and it went in my eye. That wasn't good. Oh, never good. It's terrible. Jeez. Yeah. I'm sorry. Give me one second. All right, we're back. Jory, I guess I'll. Forgive me, I'm sorry. Then I don't remember the question if you give it to me again. Don't remember the question because my eye socket was a flame. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. If you've got Tabasco on your finger, do not put it anywhere near your eye. Whoo. There's you a have, drop. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you? Oh, probably, but I don't recall it right now. Well, it, would it be not dissimilar to pepper spray? Probably similar. I'll tell you the one I had is uh, it was uh, I, I had a bit of a had a bit of a sore muscle. Uh, this was a couple months ago, and so I, I busted out the the tiger balm. Are you familiar with the tiger balm, Gordon? Mm-hmm. It's it's not dissimilar to say something like icy hot. Right. I don't know what the the goes gen- on cool to uh, yeah. to, to numb and I don't warms know, to relax. I don't know what the generic uh, version of that is, but anyway, this was uh, it was the tiger balm. I was uh, applying it to said sore muscle, and then had a, a bit of a you know after I wiped it off, but you know. It's never coming all the way off. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I had a bit of an itchy eye. Went up, scratched the eye with that, and and oh. tiger balm right to the eyeball. Oh! And I'll, I'll tell you what. What'd you do? Oh, I I held open my eye and and ran water uh, over my eyeball. But uh, you know that doesn't work real well. <laughs> the closest thing, Jake, that I've done to that. You just told me you couldn't one up it. Uh, I can't one up it. 
I'm not one-upping it. I'm just... Uh, That's a good is... story. I don't think I can top that. But I'm going to try. No, I'm not going to try and top it. I, I, I'm just going to add there, too. Oh. I, uh, I had a, a contact, and I put the cleaning solution in in the contact and put it in my eye. That is not good. That is not good. Well, I'm not going to try to one-up your one-up, but I'm going to add there, too, after you've added there, too. And I once had yes. a piece of rust fall into Oof. my eyeball and had to Ow. wear an eye patch for a week at school. Oh, wait. We've been down this road before. And then it, it got one-up. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, but in that case, I was... Uh, I'd gotten new glasses, and the the whoever had constructed the glasses had done it incorrectly, and I had a lens shatter uh, while it was on by my eye, and it and the dust and the particles yeah, went yeah. in my eye. I don't know well, if well, he, he, uh, Austin was inviting you to tell the story again. But, well, I'm yeah. I'm going to try to one up his one okay. up of his one up of the one up. Uh, I I once slept uh, with a contact in my eyeball for over a month and didn't know it was there because it had slid around the backside. Oh, now that, how'd that feel? Uh, like pink eye constantly. Like uh. Bob Costas. Now that's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Come on. How'd you get it out? I totally made it up. It didn't happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of like most of Gordon's one-up stories. <laughs> get out of here. They're all true. Stop what, it. What would you, what would it take to make you put Tabasco directly in your eyeball. Is, the, is there an amount of money? No, I uh, no. Twenty not. bucks, I'll do it right now. Oh uh, yeah, there's certainly. What? I certainly have a price. I don't know. It'd probably be more than twenty bucks, but yeah, I'm, uh, there's certainly a price that I do that. I mean, you're going to survive. <laughs> now, how much? You, can I? Can we squirt a bottle of Tabasco in your eye? No, no, no. I said I would put it in my own eye. <laughs> like and, a drop. I choose the amount. A drop or a gallon is probably going to have the same effect. <laughs> no, I bet a gallon could blind you. Uh, How could you fit a gallon in your eyeball? It's you just, couldn't, but yeah. that, that's the point. Yeah. I, I did do that once too, Gordon, where I put the cleansing solution right in my eye. Mm -hmm. I didn't wear contacts well, for over a year after that. It just, <laughs> it's not good. Not a good feeling. How did he get the Tabasco on his finger? I'm sure he had it, a post-game meal from or lunch. But, yeah. but, you, you, but who eats hot sauce with their fingers? Uh, well, sure it probably... He had a hot dog or something that got on the old finger. Huh. My brother puts hot sauce on anything. I, I would imagine that this was like a sandwich or something. He just had Tabasco. Uh, I guess that's a good... A, a finger food yeah, that yeah. he also put hot sauce on. Right. He wasn't just like you do with the frosting in the bowl. He no. was not doing it with his finger to the Tabasco. No, I doubt it. I bet he, I bet he had something he sprinkled some hot sauce on. <laughs> I see. What, what, what's your favorite finger food? Uh, let's see here. Uh, How are we defining it? Just something you pick up with your, with your hand? Uh, let's see here. Rump roast. What? No, Jake. Not a, not a finger food. Not a finger food. Doesn't that, qualify. That doesn't qualify. Okay, let's see here. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> I just go right in for them. Applesauce. <laughs> what do you call it? How about, how about like one of those fried cheese sticks or something like that? A mozzarella stick? 
Mozzarella stick, yeah. I've what, never heard them called fried what, uh, cheese sticks. I guess that's what they are. Would hot dog on a stick count? <laughs> I suppose. Okay, then that's it. If you're eating a hot dog on a stick with knife and fork, you're a serial killer. Do I? Yeah, get, and that, and, but that's not a finger food. Do I get the lemonade to go along with the hot dog on the stick? Have to. Been the, uh, that's the answer. <laughs> you don't go to the hot dog on a stick for the hot dog on a stick. I don't know what they do, but that's no normal corn dog, man. That thing is it's magic. Great, yeah. yeah. Straight. You really think so? Huh? It's fried in unicorn fat. It is. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I haven't had one in a long time, and you're lost. No, and it doesn't sound like it's. Do all we that have great. one nearby? There's still one in Fashion Place Mall. I'm pretty sure. Wow, I might need to go to the mall. I saw a freestanding hot dog on the six. Stop it. Somewhere. Well, maybe I'll Google it because I swear it was in the valley. Somewhere. Just by itself. Yeah. Like a brick and mortar or a yeah. little cart? No, like a brick and mortar hot dog on a it stick. It was just alone. The building was like rainbow, you know, like the. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Here, I'll That's Google something. it. We'll get to the bottom of it. Stay tuned. More big show coming up next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go, Chad! Oh, turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. goes out to read welcome back on a total request tuesday it's the big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 of the zone that wait he, he requested reo speed what uh he he wanted reo speedway any song and i just typed in reo speed and just played a song he meant wagon i, I think, don't think there's not an reo speedway unless they're like a cover band <laughs> yeah like a ripoff reo yeah. speedwagon uh-huh. yeah. hmm. so actually i kind of prefer the name speedway to speedway reo speedway Anywho. Anyway, there you we go. We got people one-upping our one-ups, by the way. I know. Let, give us an example. Uh, Carl said, I'll one-up your one-ups. <laughs> I once cut a bunch of jalapenos, then went to the bathroom, oh, washing my hands, uh, without washing my hands first, he said. Oh, that sounds terrible. Similarly, <laughs> uh, sounds terrible. Uh, oh, wait, he, ended, he said, I ended up crying in a cold bath for about 45 minutes. Yeah, it sounds awful. You know, uh, there, there's a, um, this isn't about uh, getting spice in your eye per se, but I did think this was really funny. There is a, a wing joint by Gordon's in my house in our, in our neighborhood that uh, I don't know if they still do, but they had one of those contests where if you could eat a dozen of their spiciest wings or whatever, you got the picture up on the board. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that you can't, you can't have any water, you can't have any milk, you can't do any of that. You just have to, to, I think it's like a, a dozen wings in 10 minutes. If the paramedics have to be called, you're out. So I, you know, I'm i watching this guy do it. I'm there picking up dinner or whatever, but I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this poor poor soul uh, just torture himself. And this guy is just determined. I mean, just going to town. I'm like, wow, this dude is really doing it. And he does it in three minutes, four minutes. And he goes, done. And the person at the wing place was like, 
Yeah, no, you have to take the full 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not when you're done, it's over. It's that you have to take the 10 minutes. So I sat there and watched, watched this guy for seven full minutes just sweat it out. Just, <laughs> just try not I mean, to vomit. I remember him too because he was bald, and and you just saw What's the. What's that supposed to mean? No, no, no. But you could the the. We're people too, Jake. The perspiration did not get uh, yeah. disguised There's by the hair. To hold it. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't wearing a headband, so I mean, <laughs> as, you, as one doesn't do when they go for guy, wings. Every bit of moisture in this guy's body was like, "Hey, we're out of here." So, I have a question about that, Jake, because I have I know the place you're talking about and I have eaten a wing that had that on it. And and I I mean, I'm compared to what he did. Are you kidding me? I, I, I don't know how that's even humanly possible. How, how do people withstand that kind of heat? I've eaten one of those, too, and I hate spicy food, Gordon. But yeah. you'll really appreciate, uh, or maybe not, the, why I ate the one. My buddy Dan uh, thinks it's uber hilarious to pick up a dozen of those whenever he's mm. going to uh, to somebody, a friend's house or a bar or something <laughs> to meet up with the friends. He'll I'll pick, bring the wings. He'll pick up a dozen, and he'll just walk around for, to everybody like, hey, I got a bunch of wings. You want a wing? And everybody who says no to a wing? wing. And, yeah, and exactly. wants a wing. That's what I did. I was like, yeah, I'll take one of those drumsticks. you have any ranch to dip it in? No? I'll still eat it. <laughs> But anyway, this guy... This Dive your head into a snowbank. <laughs> this particular guy thought that was the funniest thing in the world. That's pretty Well, that, that, that was... Uh, I did it accidentally, too, because I think I told you my that somebody there up. had somebody there had made a mistake, and uh, we wanted a certain kind of sauce on it, and they, they put their hottest sauce on it by accident. So I just jump right in and start eating this thing, and I... What effect does that have on you when you eat that kind of that kind of uh, hot stuff? I'll send I mean, you I think a, I start... a picture next time. <laughs> I think I started to hiccup and started to yeah, get woozy, whatever. I don't know what was going on, but I I couldn't. Have you seen I Alien? I, <laughs> I don't know how. Out. How how do people do that? I mean, do you acclimate yourself to be able to eat that kind of thing? Yeah, I think you do, and some people handle it better than others. I'll, I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like like uh, man versus food. What was the original dude? What was that guy? Oh, uh, uh, who nearly who, died from nope. fil filming that show? The guy did pass was, away. I was think. so bad. Did he? Well, no, anyway. he did not. But anyway, he did a show at a sushi restaurant here in in Utah, in that same shopping center actually, that had another one of those challenges. You got to eat this sushi roll or whatever. And if you watch the show, the guy just nukes through it like. And he's just fine, right? <laughs> well, I talked to the dude about it, about to the owner of the thing. He said it took the guy like four hours to complete it, and he kept wow. going back to his trailer and stuff. But yet, you watched the you watched the show, and it was like, yeah, that was easy. Hmm, <laughs> that's not cool. That's not cool at all. It made me totally question I, I everything. I could run else. a marathon if I run a mile a year yeah, for twenty six years. Exactly, and then you edit it all together. Yeah. That's cheating. And if you see some of the other stuff he's eaten on that show, now it calls all of that into question. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really, I really, that bothers me. People who stretch the truth, I can't stand them. Except Tom Brady. <laughs> that was just you're, a little you're minor. Totally deal. fine with Tom Brady cheating, lying about it, all that. He he let a little air out of the ball. Big freaking deal. See, because of that take, you no longer can take the moral high ground on cheating or dishonesty. <laughs> okay.
All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, uh, who, who does have uh, high standards when it comes to honesty. Right, Andrew? You're honestly helping our listeners. We, we are honestly helping, yes. When we first started doing this treatment, let's see, we've been here three years. We saw a few guys here and there. And over time, as we've developed this technology more and more, yeah, more guys coming in, more guys getting results. ED is a significant issue out there, probably more significant than even I thought. So many guys come in and say, we've heard your ads. Uh, you know, we wanted to come in a long time ago, but a little bit hesitant, a little bit embarrassed. ED can happen to anybody. And we are eliminating all of the embarrassing aspects of treating the problem uh, out of the picture. That's the pills. That's the injections. If you have to say to your significant other, let me go take a pill real quick, honey, that really, you know, kind of a buzzkill. Our treatments, the acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown to open up and regrow blood vessels so that the blood flow goes where you want it, when you want it, without having to take anything, without having to pre-plan. And here is the one that guys like the most without any of those nasty side effects. You know, I say this a, a, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's the significant other that's the real winner here. <laughs> it is. And in fact, you know, we think ED, okay, it affects the guy, but the significant others, they come into the clinic with their man quite often, and they're big cheerleaders for this. ED affects two people. It affects a relationship and can really have a negative impact on both. So we have to remember that, that we got to improve relationships. we got to get the blood flowing again. It benefits two people. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Uh, get on it today because there's good stuff happening. There is good stuff happening, and this is our last spot of the day, guys. So if you're ready to get the intimacy back, call Wasatch Medical now. The assessment's free. The exam, the blood flow ultrasound. Uh, we're going to throw in a little special gift just for making the trip that produces instant results in the bedroom. And lastly, new patients get free testosterone. We've got every angle of erectile dysfunction covered now. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Uh, not to tell you guys your business, Andrew, but why don't you throw in a new freebie, an autographed Andrew Reinhardt uh, glossy. Yes, a poster. You a can poster, put it up. That's right. You're world famous these days, my friend. You know, get yeah, people to call. I'm the ED guy, you know, what I always wanted to be. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're the best. Thanks for having me on, guys. See you, Andrew. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll have more Big Show for you straight ahead. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Tuesday comes and goes. Gordon, big thanks to Bowler for jumping on with us today. Thanks to Matt Williamson for jumping on with us today, talking a little NFL football. It's been a good one. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun, lots to talk about. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good day. Austin had his list today, and uh, he was grumpy about a couple of different things. So, yeah, it was complete. Was complete. You, you can't run over a minesweeping boat from the Navy. You just can't do it. <laughs> we, and you shouldn't have sinkholes filled with rats in New York City. Probably true. So yeah, productive, productive show, everyone. Productive segment. We got one upped after being one upped, and then one upping each other.
Well, see, on that that particular segment, I went to Gordon first. I said, Gordon, give us a story relating to this. And you said, I don't have one. So I said, I have a story. Well, I was thinking so in can, terms of that's your well, I was thinking, still. I was thinking in terms of food. I mean, I just uh, like you I, can't stop a hurricane. Jake. I'm, pr- I'm trying to play a little defense to the one up like, hey, I'll give Gordon the first shot at, at nah. telling a story on this one. Gordo, I get, oh, I got nothing. Gordo, you're like a force of nature when it comes to that. You've got a story See, for every scenario. Here's the thing, though. It's not one-upping. It is. It's, it is. it's not one-upping. That's no. what it is. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's participation. It's like if I tell a story, I don't want you to sit there and go, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, interesting. I want you to join in. So it's an invitation is what it is, accepted by me. See, but you always do this, though, where you set it up and you say, hey, uh, have you guys ever been to the shores of (laughs) Waikiki with Sly Stallone and Bill Clinton? Oh, you haven't? Well, let me tell you about my story. I just, I, I still can't believe, like, I have this amazing story about my roommate and, uh, and uh, uh, what, what, am I, what am I thinking of? The compost heap. And, and all of a sudden, Gordon has a one-up story on my compost heap. How is that, that even possible? That's the force Which of nature. It's just a hilarious story about my moron roommate in a compost heap that got out of hand. And Gordon goes, speaking of that, I got uh, this. Not even a reaction to, wow, your roommate really put you in a bad spot there, pal. It was, oh, I remember when my garbage can stank once. And now, go ahead. You're, you want to no. do it. Go. Go. No. Do it. No. Do it. See, I'm not going to stop you. You're reading it wrong. It's not one-upping. So you, it's uh, just this one time it, we, we caught a bunch of fish and we went on vacation. Left them in the garbage can and we came and back. Let me tell stinky. you, the neighbors were not happy. <laughs> it was so bad. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. We did it and I, and my dad had me go in to clean it out and almost fainted. Uh, keep going. I think I did faint. And then I couldn't go to work at the DuPont plant for a few days. <laughs> oh, I was at the DuPont uh, grounds. This the, map, the, the, yeah. the estate. The estate, yeah. Uh, anyway, Gordon, you, you find your find a way to, to have a good evening, will you? <laughs> I'm find sure a I way will. To have a better <laughs> evening than you. <laughs> way better than me. I promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll tell you about it later. I'm sure you will. Uh, seriously, uh, though, have a good evening, man. You too, man. Everybody stay safe, stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.